The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen now. But, it, you know, things go up and down from time to time. And especially, as, you know, you connect more to songs and things like that. Or see things live yeah. or whatever. So I was going to say yeah, there was... Th- oh, God. No, I was just going to say, it's like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff that really... That you can go back and, I mean, you listen to... And you say it's like, oh man, this song, this is like, oh yeah, this song whips ass. It's hard rocking. It's awesome, yeah. and it's just, it's just, it's like, oh yeah, I forget like how how good an album is, or you know, it's like I I, I wasn't in the right space to appreciate uh, how how good it is. Right, exactly. And there's sometimes songs, you know, they'll change their meanings, or I guess mm-hmm. the way you you interpret them, or the way it hits you changes or can change over time and stuff like that you know yeah. i mean you know i mean especially you know you know songs about i mean i mean not even with pearl jam but just in general i mean like songs about love and heartbreak and stuff like that And if you haven't experienced it it doesn't hit you the same way until you've experienced it so so you know yeah. it makes, makes sense too with you know any subject or whatever so yeah i was gonna say uh when you have oh, a, no, go <laughs> when you have a kid and then you listen to cats yep. in the cradle sure. and you're like oh my yeah, god start your eyes out. yeah <laughs> right well, I was going to say, I didn't, uh, you didn't have a new episode this week, but I still got my fix of you because I listened to the deprogrammed episode. You're so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that was good. Cause it's funny. Cause I don't, I, I, you know, I, uh, follow along with deprogrammed. So I listen from time to time. I, I find it's more fun for me to listen to when I'm familiar with the artists. I know, yeah. I know the point, the point is, is try to like be like a starter kit for, for people who have never given a shot to the artist or the group or whatever the subject I'll say of the, of the uh, episode. And to me, as just as a listener, it's more fun if I'm if I'm aware of the songs or at least mostly familiar, um, because then it's like I'm kind of debating at the same time you guys are when someone throws out a song. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. I hope this makes it. And, you know, and things like that. Or, oh, I can't believe this one didn't get through. And so it's a lot of fun. You know, it's a lot of fun. And I'm not, by no by no means am I a Chris Cornell expert, but but I felt like I was well versed enough to to listen and uh, and really enjoy the episode. And I did. I thought it was uh, I thought it was cool. But. I did after hearing some of your your, your uh, suggestions. It's like you know maybe I need to go back and listen to Scream again. It's been a while, so <laughs> it did. If you don't go into it expecting like rock and right. you know a Soundgarden yep. sound or anything like that, and you're just kind of like okay, you know it's pop music, and I'll you know just hear right. It's exactly. like oh wow, it's kind of it, it is like an oddity, but it's not like horrible i mean it's, no, it's timbaland who you know right yeah who's, did you know missy elliott Aaliyah, right, and that sort of yeah. stuff it's like yeah that's that's good stuff so for I mean, sure it's, and it's, right and again like i don't remember because it has been a while i'm not gonna lie uh, it has been awesome to listen to that album and uh i guess i would say it's like i remember i didn't remember like i remember there was like such like hate towards it and i remember not disliking it as much as everybody said i remember not liking it all that much like especially compared to his other stuff but i also didn't think it was as bad as like some of the people were making it sound like that yeah. trent reznor quote that someone said or whatever quoted i was like it's like <laughs> yeah. that was pretty harsh like i don't i don't think it's that bad i mean it's it's not my least favorite <laughs> of his stuff but it's still not none of it's bad and there's still some good songs on there so Welcome to Season 8, Episode 8 of the Better Band Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through every song in the Pearl Jam catalog. I'm your host, Brandon Palomo. Each episode, I go track by track with a guest through every album, soundtrack, single, and b-side to discover why you simply can't find a better band.
Welcome back to the Better Band Podcast. This is Brandon today talking about the Lost Dogs track Undone with guest Bradley Pisecki. Hello, Bradley. Hi, I'm Bradley Pisecki. You may remember me from such episodes as Parting Ways and All Those Yesterdays. Oh, hey now. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll have to get a, uh, 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 make sure you get a Troy McClure quote at the end of this. Yeah, yeah I think you had one <laughs> at the end of my last episode, so I figured that'd be a good way to lead this one off. Hell yeah. <laughs> We have a Riot Act B-side on this one. Uh, you might have found it on the I Am Mine, one of the versions of the I Am mm-hmm. Mine single. It was a song written by Ed. The, the, the notes, you can research this in probably about five minutes, <laughs> in five, ten minutes, because there really isn't anything about this. Uh, the first time right. they played it live yeah. was September 1st, at the 2015 Gorge, or I'm sorry, the 2005 Gorge show. And then from 2005 to 2010, they played it five times, and that's all she wrote about it. Uh, it is it is on the uh, Vic Theater Vault Number 7 show, the, the one where All or None was an opener, if you remember back. We're making all these connections back of, in, in the past, you may have heard that uh, episode mm-hmm. that uh, was at the end of the Riot Act uh, oh, yeah. a couple months, weeks ago. I don't know when I'll release this. Uh, you can pretty much listen to every live version on Nugs, except for the New York show in 2008 for some reason. There's no way we're going to be in the Beacon Theater and leave early. Not to mention, we've played places this size before. Not to mention that we're taking a hell of a lot of money. Uh, from you, so we're gonna stick around for as long as we can. I should clarify, we're not taking it. Uh, it's, you know, but the, the whole concept of Robin Hood, it, it goes back to when we were kids, and it always made an impact, the concept alone, when I was a kid. You know, stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. It's always been a very good concept, and you know, living in the United States, especially the last six years, we've seen that concept like never before. The problem is they've, they've cleverly and diabolically construed, misconstrued, changed the concept to where they are stealing for the poor and giving to the rich. In the form of, uh, in the, the form of this avoidable war that is now, we're, we raise an incredible amount of money tonight. Uh, usually we do something like this, we raise maybe one million, which is huge. Three million dollars, I'm told tonight, and it, we thank you for it. It's, uh, it's nice to have an opportunity to be advocates for uh, a voiceless segment of our society and also to be in this position to uh, feel and accept your generosity. So thank you once again for making this all real. This is a song that uh, it's called Undone. Not too many people heard. The important line is this one that says, can't wait for election. 
Yeah, and then uh, the the only other thing you can find out about this song is in the Lost Dogs liner notes. Uh, it has Ed in here saying, there's Matt Cameron's song on Riot Act called You Are. Originally, it was called Undone. You know, my... The broken beer, the coming undone. So, you know, that's where right, Yeah, the first line of the song. Yeah, uh, I ended up using that line in the chorus of this one and asked if I could steal his title. He obliged, but my song didn't make the record, so we should have kept his title and called this Undone 2. This one sounds best in a car. It benefits from scenery passing at 40 to 60 miles per hour on the way to a demonstration or voting booth. And that is pretty much all the research that you can do at home in the home yeah. game of the Better Band Podcast for this song. Yeah, there's not much out there. Even in the Pearl Jam 20 book, I think it was only on one page, and it was mentioned as a blurb that it was played at the Gord Show. I think that's the only time yep. that was even brought up in there. Yeah, this 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 song, it's it's it, 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 the Riot Act period, and going from, you know, Riot Act on is the period of time where if something really stand out didn't happen you're not really gonna know anything about something you know if a song isn't a single if it isn't you know talked about a lot you're not gonna be able to find out about a lot of this stuff so i i guess in the uh in my next couple of uh seasons yeah. <laughs> it might have uh, some shorter episodes coming oh, up right, so right. I- yeah <laughs> that's kind of good for me on the editing front but oh yeah oh for sure yeah there you go yeah have a couple easy nights or a couple easy uh easy ones for editing so so um let's see i i had seen online that you talking about this song and kind of like oh yeah yeah it's like this song this song this song and that's why i kind of like came to you and said hey do you want to talk about undone do you have something to say about it yeah well i'm not uh i guess i would say i love this song Mm -hmm. and i consider this like my white whale kind of like this is a song i've never seen live clearly as we mentioned earlier i used to mention a few minutes ago it's only been played five times i almost had tickets for that vic show so i'm now even more so kicking myself um (laughs) because i I had tickets to Lollapalooza that weekend because that's what the that vic show in chicago was uh like a it was on a thursday night pearl jam played the sunday night of of uh of Lollapalooza. And so, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not far from Chicago anyway. So I was like, oh man, it's a, the Vic is a small club. It holds like 1200 people or something. And so I was like, man, I got to get this. I got to get tickets. And I just, you know, they sold out so quickly. And, uh, and still to this day, it's just like, that's like the, the one that got away, so to speak with the show. And they played so many things. There's, they played a lot of stuff that I still haven't seen to this day. I, as you mentioned, all or none, I still mm-hmm. haven't seen that. And that's one of my favorites as well. But, but back to undone, it's just, it's been one of my favorite songs um, f- from Lost Dogs since, like, since I heard Lost Dogs, because I actually didn't hear it beforehand. You know, because there's a lot of songs on Lost Dogs that you know they were they were B sides. You know, the Black, Red, and Yellows, even like older songs like Wash or clearly Yellow Ledbetter and mm-hmm. things like that. But the version that I had, I had the CD single of I Am Mine and of Save You. Those were the two that I had, and the B sides of those on the CD version were Down and. Um, other side. Yeah, other side. So I hadn't heard Undone yet. And um, so I literally didn't hear it until like Lost Dogs had come out. And and of all the new songs, all the songs that were new to me, I should say, um, Undone just like it was my favorite right from the get go. I, I don't know what it was about it. I don't know if it was just the the mood of the song, um, the lyrics, the music, just a combination of all of them. But I just really like the song a whole lot. And I, you know, I'm still... Like I said, it's like a white whale. I'm still dying to hear it live in person sometime. But um, 
you know, I mean, who knows when that may happen again, but, or when, that, if they'll ever play it again. I mean, I would like to hope so, but I guess you never know. I mean, if they're going to, if they could play Sweet Lou at a, at, at a festival in California, I guess it's, <laughs> nothing's out of the realm of possibilities for, for that. So I would have thought that maybe if the tour, the Gigaton tour happened, you know, like as scheduled before COVID, you know, it was going to be, it was going to be an election year mm-hmm. and I'm sure they were going to try to, you know, get some, uh, things out there and had a lot to say going into the election. And uh, so this song seems like it might've fit in with that, but you know, unfortunately that the tour got canceled and who knows if they, you know, may or may not have played it. Yeah, it is a, for me, it does fit with down just because I had the version of the single that had both of them Mm -hmm. on it. And so they are sort of like, has like a political message sort of in both of the songs um they are sort of kind of upbeat and kind of a little bit like poppy ish it's got the mm-hmm. uh the ed sort of uh writing to catchy a song for his own good sort of curse right. that he uh <laughs> that he right has. which is probably why they left them off you know yeah they yeah. always like to do that yeah it is a very sort of the, the music is kind of upbeat and lyrically it is sort of it sort of feels like a downer I don't know in, if it's in the way that he sings or just kind of like lyrically, it is sort of, it feels kind of hopeless ah. in, a, in a lot of the things, at least, at least to me up until like the chorus and kind of following, I guess, the storyline of the song, you know, just kind of about, you know, how can anybody make a difference? How can anybody, you know, change things that are happening? And, you know, that 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 last line in the chorus, you know, change don't come at once. It's a wave building before it breaks. Sort of like, hey, you know, when you're in the midst, when you're in the middle of something, in the middle of right. a moment, you don't really notice it until you look back. You know, you can't really tell what's going on or what impact something is going to have until you look back at what comes from it, really. Right. I took it as more of a hopeful song and kind of more, mm-hmm. well, maybe not hopeful, but more like imploring people to get behind causes and things like that because of, you know, like you said, like it's, you know, building before it breaks. It's a, you know, it doesn't come from one or doesn't come at once. It's kind of trying to encourage people to get behind something and really cause kind of a, a wave of, of something of, you know, whatever cause, you know, you would choose to, to stand behind or to, um, uh, to support. And, you know, I mean, I mean, there is a lot of very downer, parts of the song too you know so you know it's just like you know i mean hell heck the world the line the world has come undone is just a very uh oblique look at, at things but it seems to me like i said like i thought it's one of those where he's seeing it as yeah the world is is bad it's you know quote, come undone and um and he just was hopeful that things can get turned around or is imploring people to try to turn it around you know because the one line is this is how i used to feel but no more 
And so it feels like almost like something's got him to say, you know, I used to feel down. Now I feel energetic yeah. or, you know, hopeful towards whatever or, you know, optimistic even. So I could see it, you know, I, I guess it's kind of almost like a, a both kind of thing because it has the down parts to it. Then it's also, to me, has the thing that's like the looking towards uh, where it could be. Yeah, that that line right right in the uh, in the bridge, all this hope and nowhere to go. This is how I used to feel, but no more. Um, it, it kind of, you know, as as you get to be a teenager and stuff and, you know, right. hypocrisy is the worst thing in the world and mm-hmm. you have the energy and the hormones surging <laughs> right, through right. you to want to try to change things. And then you get older and, you know, you kind of lose that a little bit because of responsibilities and, you know, you don't have time to think about all that stuff anymore. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, then some some people then are kind of like, oh, you know stuff is still messed up and you know, I'm kind of, you know, the only way that things are going to change is if you start to try to change it. Right. I guess. And, and live maybe live. I don't think, I think in pretty much every version, Ed screws up the lyrics a little bit. Yeah. I think I I noticed (laughs) that too. At least. Yeah. I didn't, I, that I didn't make note of, but, uh, but yes, I did. I did catch that, especially the first time, which I guess the first time you can, uh, cut him a little slack because it would have been, you know, they'd never played it before. So he could get, uh, get a little goofed up, but you know, yeah. And then, um, also then when they get to the, uh, the, the last line, you know, building before it breaks, you know, kind of repeating that building, building, and then they kind of, hold that and repeat it to kind of try to hammer home to everybody's like, right. you know, it's, it, it, it builds, you know, you, it, it, the wave has to build before it breaks, you know, just, right. kind of, oh, yeah. you just have to keep working at it until the corrupt and broken systems crash under their own weight because you, you know, you're pushing on it or whatever. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I like the repeating of it, I took to mean like, it's uh like building even more so, you know, it's just like repeated because it's building yeah, yeah. and building and building even more so, you know. So it's like one giant building at the end. But chains don't come at once. It's a Kind of made it kind of made me think about uh, ones, you know, in 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 the in the mythology. If you're thinking about it, you know, kind of one zombie is easy to take care of because it's just one zombie and it's slow and it's not really doing much. But then when you have the wave of zombies and you think about World War Z, where the zombies are all climbing <laughs> on top of each other or something, and they create like a big wave, you know, that's kind of like, oh, okay, I see, yeah. I see what people are capable of, I guess. <laughs> yes or, or, or the even undead. the brainless uh, e- even the brainless can still <laughs> caught, do a lot of stuff oh so. yes and sometimes <laughs> it's not for good so <laughs> right exactly that also like the ending of the song the way it kind of changes and it has that sort of new motif in it mm-hmm. uh, reminds me of who whoever said
Yes, yes, very much so. That's something I didn't put together, but as soon as you said it, I was, yes, that like literally in real time just clicked with me that, yeah, that's uh, very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now that we have Gigaton um, no, out, we have another thing right. to, that we can uh, uh, right. compare it More to. More to compare yeah. it to. Yeah, because it, it had that weird like breakdown towards the end. That, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, you can keep like just like jam on that mm-hmm. for a bit. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know, I haven't, I haven't listened to all the, uh, all the bootlegs from the live shows from uh from the end of the year but it's like because i hear whoever said and they hear that like end thing it's like oh man you gotta just co and just just wail ass on that <laughs> just <laughs> at the end oh because yeah. that's like so perfect to just kind of keep going and keep going and keep going yeah um man is there really anything else to say to sort of say about this i mean it's got the political message in it um and just sort of i don't know kind of saying you know don't give up. It's hard, but yeah, I mean, that's the only way things are going to get better. Right. No, I, I mean, I think we have, there's not a whole lot to the song. I think we covered most of it. Um, yeah, I, I agree. And I don't really know too much else. I'm trying to look over the lyrics. If there's anything else that stood out. It's a good, simple song. Yeah. It's, yep. it, 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 it wouldn't be too hard to practice this for them. Right. <laughs> and that, I mean, maybe that's why it stuck out or stood out to me right for my first listen. It's just cause it's like, like you said, it's very, it's almost poppy and it has, it's just very simple, you know? And I think maybe that's what just, Traded like um like what they say like an earworm or whatever so to speak it just kind of sticks it sticks in your head for a while and I think that mm-hmm. might have been uh you know part of the reason why it jumped out to me so much at the get go and um like I said I you know I liked it a lot and I still like it a lot I, mean, I I might not as much as I did when it first came out when I first came out it was like it was a, a song that was on repeat or I'd be listening to it a whole bunch and now I still listen to it from time to time but I don't know if it'd be like in a top ten list or anything mm-hmm. for me but. It is still very high in my list, especially from Lost Dogs. But yeah, yeah, uh, I did like the line, uh, the one that said, "Playing on the pendulum throws farther out to the one side, swinging has to sweep back the other way." And I think that's still something that uh, is very uh, relevant today. About you know, just because in the political spectrum things keep going further and further out, you know, to the extremes, and you know, and you hope that at some point it swing back the opposite way. So, but I think that's something that. At the time he wrote this, the the song, I think if he had seen where things were at uh, the past few years, uh, maybe the song wouldn't have been as uh, as cheery and uh, kind of like, oh, well, the the, the the swing back wasn't really as far or as long <laughs> until it went right back the other way with uh, more vigor. Right, right. Yeah. Um, let's see. One last thing. Um, th- this is not to be confused with the Weezer song "Undone" (parentheses the sweater song). And there's also uh, the Torch song off of their Restarter album, Undone. Uh, maybe I'll put a little bit of that in here because that song is super fucking brutal and just is awesome. <laughs> I'm not very familiar with it, so I'll have to look into that one. T O R C H E with an E at I the am. end. They're a good band. Should uh, check out some of their stuff. Oh, okay. I am very familiar with the Weezer song, but not the Torch song. Yeah. <laughs> so we 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 kind of talked about hope a little bit and, and and looking out into the future. So we'll wrap this up. Um, Brad Bradley, 
What do you think the future days of Pearl Jam are going to look like? I hope they play Undone a whole lot uh, coming up, but I know. Um, but no, realistically, I think um, I think it's going to be a lot of kind of what we've been seeing the last several several years, where you know they you know they get together, they play some shows, then they kind of go off and do their own thing. They have their side projects, they have their solo stuff. You know, they they stay busy amongst themselves, and then when they're ready to you know reconvene, they'll come write some more stuff together, and maybe you know maybe it won't be seven years between albums or something, mm-hmm. or let's, let's hope that it's not seven years between albums. But, uh, but I think it's, you know, I think they're at that point in their careers where they, they have the luxury of being able to do that. They could do their own things. They could, like I said, their side gigs, their solo projects, whatever, you know, and, and it's, and it's like, it's great for them. They, they, you know, they don't get sick of each other. You know, you hear about bands that have been together for so long or some bands that aren't together all that long because they, there's so much, infighting or um you know they don't they don't agree on things they're just butting heads or something like that i think these guys have they're just very professional about it and they just they know they know how to work together they know how to have their separate ways at times they know how they could come back together and not miss a beat and um and i think that's uh it help I, I imagine i mean obviously i don't know because i'm not in that band or have ever been part of any band but i think that would um you know it's probably it helps things it helps the longevity of, of the of the group because they're not they haven't got to the point where they're sick of each other yet. Or I mean, I know there were times back in the you know the early '90s and stuff, the the, the mid '90s where that almost did come to that. But I'm glad that obviously they they're still around. And I think, like I said, the fact that they have their their families and their side projects or whatever whatever else they have their own freedom to be like their own people, their own persons. I think that has really helped them you know in the long run and. I think as long as they're still happy playing together, I think they're still going to, you know, they, they, they love to give back to the fans. That's for sure. And I think that, you know, they love to do the live shows and I, I think they'll still keep doing them. And, um, you know, like I said, I hope they keep making new, writing new stuff and coming out with new music. But if they only just tour on the stuff that's already out, I mean, I'm not going to complain, but I do get extra excited when there's new Pearl Jam stuff out there. So. Yeah, that's what I see. I see it kind of being uh, a lot of the past couple of years, minus the uh, the pandemics. You know, hopefully there's not more <laughs> pandemic coming forward. Yes. But but uh, but how it was, I guess you'd say like uh, you know 2013 through 2018 or something like that. Maybe release an album tour. You know, instead of doing these long 70 show tours or whatever, do uh, several mini tours over the course of uh, a couple of years, so because mm-hmm. they don't get burned out of each other, they don't get burned out of the shows, the touring, the things like that. And then um, you know, I think it. It just, I think it helps them, honestly. And that's just my opinion. Obviously, I don't know. But um, but I think it, it works out for everybody that way. Plus, then a few shows every year. Then I don't have to uh, break the bank for a bunch of shows in one year. I can oh, do, yeah. do a, a couple <laughs> every, every year. So it's, uh, so it's nice that way. So it helps, it helps the fans, too. Yes. Yeah, uh, spread, spread, spread the, spread the love. I don't know. Spread the wealth. No, spread the, the lack of wealth because. Uh... Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, right. It, yeah. It gives me time to save up again for the next tour. Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks a lot, Bradley, for uh, coming oh, yeah. on and chatting me, chatting with me about the song and helping me, helping me get all these out there. Oh yeah, no, anytime, anytime. Uh, yeah, I look forward to hearing them. I'm the, I always look forward to what other people have to say on these songs and you know songs that I like a whole lot or only like a little bit. It's just it's always good to hear uh, some good takes on these songs and different perspective. So I'm, I'm glad to be, uh, to, to be a part of it, and I thank you again for uh, inviting me along. 
The Better Brand Podcast is produced by Brandon Palomo and published using the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email listenupreno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from betterbandpod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Better Band Pod. I am on Twitter at Brandon P. B R A N D E N P. If you would like to support this podcast, you can go to either ko-fi.com slash Brandon P or patreon.com slash Brandon P. You can also just give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, but don't forget to tell your friends. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any insights and stories you'd like to share and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest Bradley and as always, this is Brandon saying, I think I read somewhere that cows like being killed.